0: I am so thankful for the Holy Ghost. Anybody else in here feel the same way? Thank God. He is our teacher. He is our helper. He's our guide. He's our Prince of Peace. (laughs) He is our comfort. He's our strengthener. He's our standby. Hallelujah. The one come alongside to help us, to teach us, and to guide us. So on Monday, during our prayer encounter, and by the way, if you don't uh, watch prayer encounter, I encourage you to do so every Monday and Friday at noon. If you can't watch at that time, it will be archived, jump on a little bit later. But as we were teaching and then praying the, toward the end of our time together, these words came up in my heart, stand up, stir up and rise up. And uh, we had just gotten word that uh, my brother wasn't going to be able to come, and the Holy Ghost just dropped that in my heart and said, "Well, you go ahead and you preach." Hallelujah." But as uh, amen, as we were uh, doing our prayer encounter, we were actually talking about standing on the promises, and y'all, most of you know my story, completely different than Pastor Mark's story. I was raised in church. And a good little Pentecostal church. And so when someone talks about singing the oldies, I'm kind of like Pastor Tom. When the oldies come up in my heart, it's usually an old hymn. Not an old rock and roll song because I don't know very many. <laughs> but it's an, an oldie to me as singing the old hymns that I grew up singing in church. And so I wanted to just start today by just sharing just a, one verse Not going to sing it. You know, Pastor Mark on Monday was like, Go ahead, honey, sing it. And he started out and then he he got scared. You want to sing it today? (laughs) One more chance. Okay, I think he's good. Anyhow. So just one verse (laughs) of the standing on the promises and one course. But it says this. Standing on the promises that cannot fail. When the howling winds, storms of doubt and fear assail. Listen to this part. By the living word of God, I shall prevail. Why? Because I'm standing on the promises of God. Some of you know it. I can tell. Standing, standing, standing on the promises of Christ my Savior. I'm standing on the promises. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Anybody standing on some promises today? Glory be to God. Even if we are tempted to back off and to be discouraged. Because you notice that phrase said, When the howling winds of doubt and fear assail. Anybody ever been attacked by doubt (laughs) or fear? Or the winds blowing all around you? The storms of life coming but you know what? By the living Word of God, we can and we shall prevail. We're standing on the promises of God. You know, at times past, we've been have faced some difficulties, and I remember one particular time we were believing God for a family member, and it was it was a dark season in our life. And I remember I literally took the biggest Bible I could find. And I got some big ones. Took the biggest Bible I could find. And I was in my office and I didn't want to be disrespectful, so I took my shoes off. But I stood, literally stood on my Bible. And I said, devil, as an act of faith right now, not only is the word hidden in my heart, and I know the promises, but as an act of faith... I'm going to stand on the Word. It is a sure foundation. Some of you might need to do that just as an act of faith. Begin to declare, I am who the Bible says I am. I can do what the Bible says I can do. If it's a disease attacked in your body, I'm standing on the word that says he himself bore my sicknesses. He carried away my pains. I'm standing on the word that says by his stripes I am healed. Glory be to God. We don't have to be moved by the howling winds, the symptoms. The circumstances. The lies of the devil. You and I have a more sure foundation. And it is His word. Glory to God. So that was just my introduction. Standing on the promises of God. And now we want to just change it a little bit. We want to talk about stand up. Did you know there's a lot of causes out there in the world in which we live today? And I'm not going to go there. We're not talking about that today. But we are talking about stand up for righteousness sake. Stand up for what God has told us to do in this day and in this hour. You may have heard this phrase. We have to stand up for something or we'll fall for anything. We're not going to be deceived in this day and in this hour. Stand up for something so you won't fall for anything. You won't become prey to the lies of the devil and the spirit of this age that is trying to even come in and deceive Christians and get into the church. No, we're going to stand up in this day. We're going to realize that we are In a spiritual battle. We are. But the Bible says this. No weapon formed against us is going to prosper. But did you notice it says no weapon. I believe that's Isaiah 54, 17. No weapon formed against us is going to prosper. Note that. So it lets us know that weapons are going to be formed. But what's the rest of it? But they're not going to prosper. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Thanks be unto God, which always gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. He always causes us to triumph. It doesn't matter what kind of weapon the enemy tries to form against us. We have different weapons. We have greater weapons. We have mightier weapons. Hallelujah. We have the word. We just talked about that. We have the word. We have the name. We have the blood of the lamb. And the Bible says they overcame him That is the devil by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. So don't be moved by the weapons that he forms against you. But instead, rise up, stand up, hallelujah, stand on the promises of God. Then we need to be alert about what's going on around us, of course. But we need to be alert and active when it comes to standing on the Word of God. 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 13. In the Amplified, it says this Be alert and on your guard. Stand firm in your faith, your conviction, rep- respecting man's relationship to God and divine things. Keep the trust. And holy fervor, born of faith and a part of it. I like this part right here. Act like men. Be courageous and grow in strength. When we come into the family of God, it is a process. We start out. As newborn babies, but the Bible says, as newborn babies, desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. We need to grow up in the things of God. Stop acting like babies and act like a man. And we are not mere unchanged men. Hallelujah. We are born from above. We are new creations. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And He's telling us, know who you are. Take your stand. He said, be on alert. Be on guard. Why? We do have an enemy. We don't glorify Him. But we do have an enemy. The Bible says he walks about as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. You might, you should put it just like you see it in the realm of the spirit. Put a sign on your heart that says, you may not devour me. No devouring here, Roaring Lion. You just go somewhere else. And let me also remind you, Mr. Roaring Lion, that Jesus stripped you of your authority. He pulled your teeth out. What are you going to do? Gum me to death? I'm not afraid of you. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Be on guard. Be alert. Grow in strength and stand firm in your faith. We are in a fight. But what it is it's a fight of faith. But this fight of faith that we're in we've already won it. Because Jesus has fixed it. The Bible calls it fight the good fight of faith. Now, I've never boxed or wrestled or been in any kind of that kind of a fight for sure. But I know this, a good fight is one that you win. It's not a good fight if you lose. That'd be a bad fight. But we're called to be in a good fight of faith. And that means we're going to win. Because Jesus has already won the battle for us. He has fixed this fight. Hallelujah. And it's not a natural fight. We do not wrestle with flesh and blood. It's not people that are our enemy, but we do wrestle. We do pull down the strongholds of the devil in the mighty name of Jesus, hallelujah we're not fighting with natural weapons we're not standing in our own ability and in our own strength. No, it's not by might, it's not by power, our own power or our own might or our own ability, but it is by His spirit and so don't think for a minute that you are not a match. For what the enemy throws your way. Don't think for a minute that you cannot live an overcoming life in this day and in the hour. I have equipped you to be alive and to be victorious in this day and in this time. Hallelujah. Rise up and walk in your victory. And it has not to do with you, but it has to do who's on. The inside of you. Ha <laughs> ha. And it has to do with walking in the spirit. And not living in the realm of the natural. The Bible says in Proverbs eighteen fourteen. I love this scripture. I'll amplify it. The strong spirit of a man sustains him in bodily pain or trouble have you ever faced any pain have you ever been in trouble well everybody that lives in this earth at one time or another you're going to face some pain you're going to have some difficulty arise there's going to be trouble just by virtue of us living in this fallen world but for the believer ha ha, ha. we have inside help someone on the inside Working on the outside. Oh, what a change in my life. People in the world, they face the same problems that we face. But the difference is we got the answer to the problem. The difference is we have help from on high. The difference is the strong man lives on the inside of us. Hallelujah. We can stand up on the outside because of who is on the inside. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Wow. You know, this might have to be a series here, but you know, we're following the Holy Ghost. <laughs> the word stand. Stand. Let me give you some definitions of that. To be stationary. To be firmly fixed. To be stable. Unyielding. To persevere. To persevere. And persevere literally means this. To keep it up. To persevere in the face of obstacles or discouragement. Praise the Lord. When all others are throwing in the towel and quitting We keep on going. We keep on standing. Because we are settled and we are fixed on a firm foundation. And His name is Jesus. He is our rock. And He is the rock that does not roll. He doesn't change ever. And He will help us to be the same. Fixed and established. In the day of trouble. Brother Hagen, our spiritual father, said this. The believer's battle stance is to stand. Hallelujah. Over in Ephesians chapter 6, and we're not going to read all of those verses, but I encourage you to do so at a later time. It gives us the description here of our, of our breastplate. I mean, of our spiritual warfare. We'll look at verse 13. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the day, evil day and having done all to stand. Then the beginning of the next verse, stand therefore. And then it goes on and gives the descriptions of our warfare. We're to put on the breastplate of righteousness. We're to have our feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of of peace. We are to take unto us the shield of faith that we will quench the fiery darts of the wicked one. We're to put on the helmet of salvation. And we are to know how to use the sword of the Spirit which is the Word of God. He's telling all of this. And then he goes on in the next passage in verse, and he says, then pray. So he's saying, before you go into the arena of a faith battle, before you go into that arena of praying, make sure you got on the armor of God, that you are fully clothed. There's way too many streakers in the body of Christ. They're just running around with the helmet of salvation, but the rest of their spiritual body is naked. We're not going to be naked in the realm of the Spirit. Not just running around with the helmet of salvation. Thank God we're born again, and we're on our way to heaven shouting the victory. But we also need to know who we are in Christ Jesus. Take the breastplate of righteousness the righteousness of God. Know that you have right standing with God. Know how to lift up and to use the shield of faith. If you don't know anything about faith and you don't lift it up, guess what? Those fiery darts of the enemy will penetrate you. But if you know how to raise up, that shield of faith. They're going to hit that shield of faith and they're going to fall to the ground. (coughs) They're not going to prosper. Amen. So no spiritual streakers here. Amen. We're putting on the full armor of God. Glory be to God. And I heard the Spirit of God say this yesterday as I was praying Don't back down from what you are believing for. Don't lose hope. Fight the good fight of faith. It's a good fight because it's fixed. I fixed it for you and your opponent is defeated. You have already won. And then this is for somebody. Stand still and see the salvation of God glory be to God amen hallelujah well we spend a lot of time on that one and we'll cruise a little bit quicker on the next two but the next one stir up stir up what does it mean to stir something well you know I'm not a sports person pastor has a lot of great sports illustrations but I am a cooker and a baker So I'll tell you this. I love to make my famous chocolate chip cookies. They are quite delicious yet nutritious. Not really. But anyway. (laughs) So I can have all of the right ingredients to make these wonderful chocolate chip cookies. Nobody leave now because you're hungry. Stay here. I can get all of the ingredients out of my cabinet, out of my refrigerator. I can even set them out on the counter all lined up on how they're going to go into this recipe. I can even maybe dump some of them in the bowl. But you know what? Until the ingredients are stirred, they're not activated. You gotta stir the ingredients for them to be and work together and produce the desired end results over in 2nd Timothy chapter 1 verse 6 the apostle Paul had some instructions to Timothy and again we're just going to pick out one verse you can read all of this later but in the amplified verse 6 that is why I would remind you to stir up We're talking about stir up now. Stir up. Rekindle the embers of. Fan the flame. This is a good word too. Keep burning. Keep burning. Stir up. The gracious gift of God. The inner fire. That is in you. By means of the laying on of my hands. With those of the elders at your ordination. So you know what I do? I go and look up words. And I looked up stir. And these are some of the definitions of the verb of stir. To begin to move or become active. I like this one. Create a commotion. <laughs> Pretty good. And then this one. To, pa- to mix by passing an implement through. Remember our Cookies. We're stirring it up. We're passing an implement through there. So all the ingredients are getting activated. Well, this is what I heard yesterday in my heart. The Holy Ghost is the tool that God is using to stir the body of Christ. Holy Ghost and fire. Is coming, yebrosipakata, ha, and all those impartations, haha, that he has plebondresata, all those impartations. Many of you are like me. You've been born again for a long time. All that has been put into you by the Holy Spirit, the Word, the dreams, the visions, the callings, all those things on the inside of you. The Holy Ghost is now doing a little stirring. Hallelujah. And there is about to be a big commotion in the realm of the Spirit. Glory be to God. All the right ingredients are in place. All the right stuff. You are made of the right stuff. Hallelujah. You have come into a kingdom for such a time as this. You're full of the Word. You're full of faith. You're full of the Spirit of God. And now there's going to be an ignoble an ignition by the ignoble by the Holy Ghost. Glory be to God. Woo! And fire. Gifts and impartations need a fire lit under them sometimes. Hallelujah. Adam Clark, he says in this, this passage of Scripture, commentary, the gift that Paul references here contains the notion imparted under fire. And the reason he said, stir it up. Rekindle the embers is because, he said this, if it is not frequently stirred up and fresh fuel added to it, it will go out. The Word is the fuel. The fire is the agent. Glory be to God, the Word and the Spirit agree. There is a rekindling of the embers that is happening. An ember is an indication that a fire is in danger of going out. But we're going to rekindle that. Glory be to God. The Holy Ghost is going to come up on us in a fresh wave and a fresh wind of the Holy Spirit. I use this illustration a lot, but my dad he was an excellent fire builder, and he'd build that fire at night and men pile the wood on there, get up sometimes in the morning, and the only thing left was a little ember. You know what an ember is it just looks like a a little coal that's still a little bit red, and it looks like if it's surrounded by ashes that there's no way that this can become a raging fire again. <laughs> But I've seen him do it many times. (sighs) (sighs) Blow on that ember. Put a little kindling on there. And the next thing you know, you've got a fire rekindled. Well, I know it's been a difficult season for many. And I know what kind of year we have had. Pastor was talking about it as we were driving in today. That it's literally been like 15 months since this pandemic Began And I know that it can cause that boiling fire that once was raging on the inside of us to feel like it's just an ember. But it's not out. It's not out. There's still an ember. And what we need to do is say, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Wind of God. Breath of God. Here I am. Blow on me. I want to be rekindled. I want to be reignited. It's time for the church to shake off lethargy and lukewarmness. It's time for us to stir ourselves up for the cause of Christ. Amen. Is there not a cause? There is a cause not just for us. But for the world, humanity is hurting, dying, and sighing all around us. We need to be ablaze. Ablaze with the Spirit of God. All the right agreement, <laughs> All the right ingredients on the inside. And as we yield ourselves to the Holy Ghost and fire... There's about to be a commotion. I really like that one. A commotion. And an explosion. Hallelujah. That will shake our world. Amen. 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 Woo. It's an act of our will to do these things, to stand up and to stir up. Everybody say this with me right now. I'm stirred up now. Say it together. I'm stirred up now. Woo! Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, we bless you, Lord. We thank you for the help of the Holy Ghost to stir hearts in this place today for a spirit of burning... To be ignited on the inside of all of us. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. And then the last one that we want to talk up. Talk up. (laughs) up. Well, we are talking it up. We're talking up Jesus. Hallelujah. Is rise up. Rise up. Every one of us have been tempted to be knocked down by circumstances. If I was to ask for a show of hands, I think everybody, if you were honest, would say, yeah, there's been times in my life where, you know, something hit me, broadsided me, and all of a sudden my head was down where my feet are. Just knocked down by circumstances of life. But when that happens, we have a choice to make. We can stay down and wallow in it, or we can Get up. up. This is why. (laughs) Come up swinging. Come up fighting. You know what? Some people say that the gospel is just a crutch and it's for wimps. No way. You got to be strong to fight the good fight of faith. We are not wimps. And in the realm of the Spirit, you say, Okay, devil, you threw the first punch, but I'm going to knock you out. In Jesus' name, I'm not staying down. I'm getting back up and I'm coming up swinging. I'm coming up fighting. I'm going to retaliate against you in the realm of the Spirit. You'll be sorry you ever mess with me or my family. I'm going to do much hurt. And much harm to your kingdom. Hallelujah. That's what Jesus did when his cousin and the one who knew who he was, John the Baptist, was beheaded. He didn't wallow in the sorrow of it. Of course, there's a time to grieve and there's a time to sorrow. But he rose up and he said, take this devil. He went out, it says, and he healed the multitudes. And he cast out the devil. Woo! That's rising up. The Bible says in Micah chapter 7 verse 8. Oh, I love this. Do not rejoice over me, my enemy. Ha, ha, ha. You think you won. You thought you won when Jesus was in the grave. But ha, 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 ha. Your rejoicing was short-lived. Because on that third day, he rose up victorious over death hell and the grave and in the greatest battle this world has ever known Jesus was the last man standing woo ha, ha 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 and so will you be if you do what he did woo do not rejoice over me my enemy when I fall I will do what? I'll stay down. I'll lay down. I'll be quiet. I'll quit. No. When I fall, I will arise. When I sit in darkness, you might be in a dark place right now. Don't stay there. When I sit in darkness, the Lord will be a light to me. I like his attitude. It wasn't, when I fall, I might get up. Maybe, perhaps, if I try hard enough. No, this guy was positive. He was definite. He said, I will, uh, rise. Somebody needs to say that right now. I will, uh, rise. Ha ha. Glory. And the Lord will shine his light on me. The light and the glory causes us to arise. Hallelujah. (laughs) To move. To upward. To ascend. That's one of the definitions of arise. Of rise. To move upward. To ascend. We're moving on. We're moving forward. We're moving upward. We're not stopping and we're definitely not going backwards. Hallelujah. Onward, Christian soldier. Not backward, Christian soldier. Onward. Hallelujah. Onward and upward. Glory be to God. We're moving. We're moving upward. Hallelujah. Now, I know that moving in the natural, we haven't done it for many years, but moving in the natural takes some effort, doesn't it? It seems like a lot of work at the time. It requires a lot of effort. Effort. But if you bought your own home for the first time, or you're moving into a nicer place for the joy that was set before you, when you get in that new place, you're like, ha! It was worth it. I'm so glad we moved. And we're moving on upward. (laughs) Hallelujah. Moving to things that are better. When you get in that new place, it feels like a fresh start. And it's worth all the effort. And you know the Apostle Paul, he had some things to say about it. He said over in the book of Philippians chapter 3, I press toward the mark. For the prize of the high calling of Christ Jesus. And then what else does it say? Who's calling me upward. Oh, yeah. Upward. Yeah, yeah. Upward. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're rising up. Yeah. We are the glorious church yes, yeah. without spot, without wrinkle, we're going to shine bright, bright, bright and bring him glory in this day and in this hour. And he does not just lift us up and out of those dark places, but he will cause us to make progress even in those difficult places. Psalms eighteen 33. We're winding down here a bit. Y'all still with me? Psalms 18, 33 in the Amplified. I love this. He makes my feet like hind's feet, able to stand. We're standing, right? Stand firmly, but not just stand. Look at this. Make progress on the dangerous heights of testing and trouble. He sets me securely up on my high places. So, what the enemy meant to hinder and to stop us, we use those obstacles as stepping stones. And we make progress. <laughs> we just step on that test and on that trial and we come on up higher in God. Amen. Glory be to God. And we're not just going to rise. We are going to shine. We can't talk about rise up without reading Isaiah chapter 60. We just got two more verses we're going to read. Isaiah 60 verse 1 in the Amplified. Arise from the depression and the prostration in which circumstances have kept you. Rise to a new life. And don't just rise. It's a good thing to rise. But then we need to do something else. Shine. Shine. And be radiant with the glory of the Lord. For your light has come. And the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Rise. Arise from that depression. Arise. From that circumstance that knocked you down flat. How do we do that? Drawing close to the sun. The S-O-N. For in Him and in His presence, His glory will rise upon us. It shall be seen upon us. And people will say, I can't believe... How can you be so full of joy? How can you be so happy? I know what you just went through. I know what you're going through. You can. The answer is His light. His glory has risen upon me. And that glory is causing me to rise up. He never pulls us down. He never pushes us down. He always lifts up. In His presence is fullness of joy. Hang out with Him. Come to the throne room of grace that you may find mercy and grace and help in the time of need. His presence literally acts like a magnet. You know what a magnet does when you've got something down here that What's it do? You got something down here and you got a magnet up here. You get it close enough. It pulls it up. That's what God's doing for us. He's causing us, even though we may feel like we're down here, the magnet of his love, the magnet of his presence will deponder his It'll just, the closer you draw to him, the higher you're going to rise up. Rise up. In him. Hallelujah. My last scripture is Psalms chapter 3, verse 3. We quote it a lot in the New King James. It says, But you, O Lord, are to shield for me. You are my glory and the one who lifts up my head. But I want to read verse 3 and 4 out of the passion. But in the depths of my heart, I truly know. That you, Yahweh, have become my shield. Do you truly know that? You take me and you surround me with yourself. Your glory covers me continually. You lift high my head when I bow low in shame. Verse 4. I cried out to you. Has anybody cried out to him? Yahweh. Oh, dear God, I cry out to you. Here I am in your holy presence. I'm crying out to you. And I'm expecting you oh, to lift me up in your presence. And I love this phrase. You send me. He is our Father. And He is a good, good Father. It might look like you're surrounded, but you're surrounded by me, says the Lord. It may look like there is no help for you, but there is help for you in me, says the Lord. I'm your Father, and I'm bringing you a Father's help. All that you need to rise up in that situation. Oh, Lord, we thank you today. We thank you for your wonderful word. And we thank you, Lord, for the Spirit of God that I know has ministered to hearts in this place. Oh, ha. <laughs> We give you glory. We give you honor. And we thank you. Hallelujah. If one of these areas, or maybe all of them, spoke to you, you see some areas that you need to stand up. You need to stand on the Word of God. Or you, in your own heart, you know that you've let that fire just that flame, it's it's not burning like it once was. And you know that you need to stir yourself up. Or perhaps you're in here today and there's a Things have happened and it's knocked you temporarily down. But by faith today you are saying, I am gonna rise up in Jesus' name. We hear our church family, and we come alongside one another right now we're not really laying hands on people but if one of those areas spoke to you I'm going to ask you as an act of faith just to stand to your feet either you know you need to take a fresh stand you need to stir yourself up there's some things going on in your life you know it's time to rise up hallelujah rise up there's an unction on that rise up <laughs> Woo! Just by virtue of you standing up. You're saying, I'm rising up. I'm not staying down anymore in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Now, church family, I want you to just turn around and see those that are standing up. If you are a family member, you can go ahead and put your hand on them. If if not, just stretch your hands toward them. And we're going to pray a corporate prayer. Father God, right now in the name of Jesus, you see these precious ones and you know, Lord, exactly what each person has been facing. You know the ones that are saying today, I'm taking a fresh stand on the promise of God. You know those uh, that they're saying, I need to rekindle that ember. I need to be praying in the Holy Ghost more and more. And you know those uh, that have been knocked down by the circumstances of life. But today they're saying, I'm rising up. I'm rising up. (laughs) In the name of Jesus, we join our faith with them. Church family, particularly if you pray in the Holy Ghost, let's just spend a few seconds here. Rising up, rising up out of discouragement. Rising up out of sickness and disease. Oh, receiving the comfort of the Holy Ghost. Whatever the situation. Here we are, Lord, in this wonderful atmosphere called the corporate anointing. (laughs) And I thank you, Lord, for ministering to your precious people. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah.